Welcome back to another episode of Arnold's Pump Club. Today, I'll be sharing a fascinating phenomenon that can help you build better habits. I'll also be answering your questions from Reddit and sharing a new challenge. I created this podcast because I believe that fitness is for everyone. So I'm using the power of machines to deliver news, motivation, and advice that will make you healthier. And because I know you're busy, I won't take up much of your time. I might not be a cybernetic organism, but I do have an important mission to build the positive corner of the internet and lift up the world. There's too much negativity online, and I hope this podcast gives you the support you need to become a little bit better. Let's start this episode by talking about the fascinating study. There's an old saying that you can't out-train a bad diet. I don't completely believe this because I used to go to the House of Pies with Franco, and we would both eat an entire pie, but uh, I was also working out more than four hours per day, so it's not the diet advice I would recommend for everyone, but it worked for me. Most people exercise a little and eat a lot, and that doesn't work out for their goals, but the research I want to share shows that exercise can help you develop better eating habits by helping you crave healthier foods, such as fruits and vegetables. Scientists at Indiana University examined something they call the transfer effect. This phenomenon occurs when improving one area of your life spills over into other related areas. In the study, People who committed to a, a minimum of 30 minutes of exercise at least four times per week started eating more fruits and vegetables. While it might not seem groundbreaking, there's a bigger takeaway. If you find yourself struggling with a new healthy habit or behavior, start with something that feels easy, such as taking a walk. The walking can trigger the transfer effect, meaning it makes it easier to do the other healthier habits that previously felt too difficult. Too many people think they're going to screw up following a workout or nutrition plan. This negative mindset triggers a self-fulfilling prophecy that is a big reason so many people fall short of their goals. I've heard Adam, who helps me with the newsletter, discuss this mindset many times. He spent years helping people change their approach, and it's the focus of his new book coming out in May called You Can't Screw This Up. As Adam shares, you don't have to live this way. If you follow a less uh, restrictive plan, you can reduce stress, remove the pressure to be perfect, and live a life where you eat some of the foods you love, build healthier habits, and see amazing results. This is what healthy living should look like. So if fruits and vegetables are challenging, you might be better off starting with a walk and seeing if that transfers to other healthier behaviors. Too often people fail because they're determined to master a specific healthy habit rather than any healthy habit. Don't let perfection stand in the way of progress. Now, I want to answer some questions I've received on Reddit. The first question asked me about balancing business deals, working out, and everything else I do without burning out. In other words, how do you avoid becoming 
a grumpy old man. First, you have to have a vision. We've talked about this. You have to believe in what you're doing. You have to have a mission that helps a lot, but it won't always stop you from burning out. In the 70s, I started to feel like everything was happening at once. I had my bricklaying business. I was buying my first building. I was training, and I was going to acting classes and college classes. I felt frantic. That's when I discovered meditation. I went to a transcendental meditation place and learned how to meditate and did it, and did it in the morning and afternoon every day. It became part of my routine. And not immediately, but gradually, I felt my mind calming down because I learned to focus on one thing at a time. Uh, eventually, my training replaced my meditation. While I was in the gym, I focused entirely on every movement. Now, that's how I get through life. Daniel can tell you that I have a lot going on between my institute and my environmental summit and my Netflix show and documentary in the book I'm working on. But when we sit down to talk, we don't look at the whole picture. We focus on one thing at a time. If we are talking about FUBA, I don't let us get distracted by my next speech. I think the grumpy old man question is different. I think I stay full of joy because I don't go finding things to get mad about. Today, everybody is on social media looking for a reason to get upset. I don't fall for that trap. I was just with a friend who was a little bit upset at someone's supplement company making ridiculous claims. I asked him, why do you care? All we can focus on is making ourselves and the world around us better. So if someone is selling something we don't like, who cares? It helps to realize that there are a lot of people who get rich from your anger. Instead of getting upset, starve them. Here's my rule. I try to spread positivity whenever I can. And if I want to complain first, I see what I can do. I hate just talking. I say to myself, can you help fix this? If not, then I shut up about it. The world already has enough useless negativity. The next question asked me to talk about a time when I had to come back from a physical hurdle. I've told the story about my heart surgery before. When I was in the ICU, obviously I didn't ride my bike or lift. You aren't allowed to lift for months after they split your chest open, but I still did what I tell you guys to do over and over. I wrote down my daily goals on the board in my room and I marked them off every day. In the beginning, that was doing three sets of my breathing exercises and three walks with a walker. But I marked them off and felt like I did something. The key is that you set smaller goals. You still need goals. You still need a routine. I wrote down my goals in my hospital room to walk around the nurse station and do my breathing exercises, and I put a tally up every time. You need to have the mission in front of you, even if it isn't big, and you mark it off every single day, no matter what, until one day the daily goals can grow. That's my method to keep going whenever you have a setback. Finally, I want to share a challenge. 
We do challenges every week, but this is one of my favorite ones yet. On Monday, I share different ways to help get out of bed and do little actions to improve your health, to refresh your memory. Here's what I told you about my morning routine. Even when I feel like crap and sleep a little longer, my animals scream to be fed so I can't let them down. They give me a reason not to get stuck in bed. I also tell my friends to meet at 7 um, to start our bike ride. I can't let them down. Do you have anyone, animals, friends, anyone that can be your reason? Can you commit to meeting so that you have no choice but to get out of bed? This weekend, I challenge you to take action and create a support system to start your day. Today, text or call a friend. Tell them I sent you and ask them to be your accountability partner for the next week. You might find that you have a partner for the rest of the year. Each day, you'll have a different goal. It doesn't have to be any more complicated. Just one main healthy goal and you'll help each other accomplish that goal to start the day. Set five goals and then try to do one each day. Here are a few examples of what it could look like. On day one, do a 15-minute morning walk. Just like I have to walk around and feed the animals, find a way to walk for 15 minutes. It can even be walking in circles around your home. On day two, have a protein-filled breakfast. Eating a good breakfast can set the tone for the day. On day three, complete a 20-minute workout. I don't care if you're doing push-ups and bodyweight squats or if you're pumping iron with dumbbells and barbells. Let's build some strength on day four. Try five minutes of stretching. On Monday, we shared a workout in the daily newsletter for a five-minute routine you can do when you wake up. But really anything works, whether it's mobility exercises, foam rolling or some stretching like I did, back during my bodybuilding days. Finally, on day five, call a friend and spread positivity and challenge them to start doing something healthy to start their day. We know that optimism and positivity are one of the healthiest things you can do for your mind and body. And uh, you found that having accountability help you do something healthy to start your day. The best thing you can do is share that gift with someone else and grow your accountability group. These are just examples of what you can do. The main focus is reaching out, connecting with someone to help you get out of bed and doing something good for yourself to set the tone for the day. We say it all the time, but these small changes add up to big wins. You build better habits, create stronger routines, and get better every day that's it for today. Thank you again for being a part of Arnold's Pump Club. This village would not be possible without all of you. And thank you to our editors-in-chief, Adam Bornstein and Daniel Ketchell, who helped me with this podcast in a daily newsletter. We are building the positive corner of the internet, and the three of us are here to support you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review. We want to hear from you. Together. We have the strength to lift up the world. I hope you have a fantastic weekend.